0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Speaking Artistically Podcast. Each week we talk about arts and entertainment in Edmonton, inspired by the weekly Taproot Arts Roundup, curated by friend of the podcast Fonda Mithrush. We are produced by Bottom Line Productions and published by Taproot Edmonton High. I'm Josh.
1: I'm Katie. I'm Ali. And
0: we're speaking, speaking artistically. I love that you smile on that, Allie. Every time. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode 10, everyone. It is a huge busy week for all of us to do stuff, which we won't get into details, but we got a ton of awesome things on the on the Taproot Roundup. Let's dive right in with the Broadway Across Canada season, mm-hmm. which was announced on Monday for 2020. 2021,
2: twenty twenty one. It's a lot of
0: twenties. You got to say twenty twenty one. It's true. Twenty. Have you? Has but as a sidebar, has anyone ever? Mm. Have you heard this so cheesy like vision twenty twenty? Like a lot of people are calling their strategic plans or their marketing approaches. Oh yeah. 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 Like I think a lot Seeing of people think it's, yeah. think it's a lot of people. It's really clever. I
2: I thought it was clever the first time I heard it, and then I saw how many people were using it, and it was like
1: ooh.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're not an optometrist. It's going to get old quick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If oh, you're not, well. <laughs> maybe every optometry. I thought I'd see actually more campaigns from optometrists of Canada or something that says, this is the year to The really
2: year like, to take care of your vision? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We should, I, oh, we could.
2: We could tell that to.
0: To, to Darker. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I guess I should get some new glasses this year.
0: <laughs> we should all get new glasses this year because it's Vision 2020. <clears throat> um, maybe there'll be a sale. I <laughs> think the best marketing number thing I ever saw was when M&M's, M&M Candy figured out that the M and the M stood for 2,000. Because M is a Roman numeral for a 1,000. Oh. M&M is <coughs> together 2,000. Yeah. And so they called themselves the Candy of the Millennium in 2000. I'm like, I yeah. wonder who woke up one day and went, oh, that, that is, that is us. Yeah. It, isn't Remember that
2: awesome? all the Y2K marketing?
0: No, there I, oh, so yeah. so
2: much. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those just... glasses
1: with the two O's in the middle. Yeah,
0: that's, that's right. Oh, that's right. 2000. Y2K. Yeah. 2000. yeah, that was pretty awesome. Anyway,
1: back to... I barely had memories
0: at that point. Sorry. Please. <laughs> Punk. Anyway, back to season 2020, 2021. All right, so we got hmm. Anastasia or Anastasia. I suppose it depends on who's who's from? pronouncing yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Anastasia. And, and it is based on the movie... You probably don't remember the Disney 19, movie. The, no, it's not Disney. Isn't oh, it's, it's not Disney. Disney? you right. No, it's it's uh, not Disney. It was. It was. Uh, it was DreamWorks. Prob- it was DreamWorks. Yeah, but it was in 1997, and it was right at the height of the big, f- the first wave of animation that Disney kicked off with, mm-hmm. with um, uh, The Little Mermaid. Yeah, and that Little Mermaid brought Disney cartoons back from the from the Brink the Animation Studio, and in fact, the very last scene of 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 um little mermaid when they're sailing away in the boat and all the Mm -hmm. that was the very first computer animation sequence ever done it was before pixar and all that and it was apparently like cost up like a huge fortune and it looks slightly different than the rest of the film just a little bit that's what and they couldn't afford to do much of it but they tried it and then it started to Mm. to roll out there and then Aladdin came out and then Beauty and the Beast became the first animated film nominated for an Oscar and then Shrek became a big deal and uh, no, not for an Oscar but yeah, but for Best Picture it got nominated it was the first animation film to be nominated for Best Picture no one had ever done that before now it's pretty common Mm -hmm. anyway
2: um, the Little Mermaid is the first movie I can remember seeing in the theater as a child. Oh,
0: yeah. sweet. That's so cute. Yeah. Well, so 1997, Anastasia comes out, and and it's a musical, and it had it had a great song for the time by Richard Marx called um, "At the Beginning," and it was mm-hmm. and it was the soundtrack was so good that I actually bought the CD, and and they had. Uh, it was about the, the, the girl, Anastasia, who apparently was a part of the Romano, she was the daughter, yeah. the youngest daughter of the Romanov family. Have
2: you seen on Amazon Prime, they have a series of the Romanovs? Have hmm. you watched any of that? Anybody seen no. it? It's seen pretty good. It. It's like it's like the concept is uh, everyone involved, it, someone in the story believes that they are a descendant of the Romanovs. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's true or not, they all believe that they have that ancestry, and it's... Kind of a cool show. Oh, it's all right. Yeah.
0: Oh, and It's not, yeah. and it's not fiction. So this is. Well,
2: it's fiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. It's definitely fiction. Well,
0: it's not a. It's not a documentary.
2: No, it's like stories, to... and somebody will say mm. like, "Oh, well, you know, that's my family." When mm. it it always comes up. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's this perpetual. There's been this perpetual um urban myth that it's been around for a kind forever. Of years yeah. that the youngest daughter of the Romanov family got out when the rest of her family was assassinated. Yeah. Nobody knows how. And they claim or survived somehow. Survived. Yeah, they got yeah. her because they were all assassinated by the Bolsheviks. And they um somehow got her out to Europe and then to Paris and then to Southern California. Mm-hmm. Now apparently she and she died in the in the nineties or the odds. And she claimed that she was Anastasia a few did, but this one apparently was and they haven't exhumed or they haven't done any kind of DNA testing that yeah. I know of. I
2: thought I heard that they did DNA testing and it was false. Oh really? But I don't know if I don't know if I'm imagining that. I or not.
0: don't know yeah. either. No, they'd have to yeah. go and compare to the bodies that they, they yeah. the Roman and and the Romanov family were buried in a pauper's grave, mass graves, and then they were after the wall came down, they were given proper ceremonial burials as far as being you know royalty because they were related.
1: They're they're mm-hmm. related
0: to Queen Elizabeth. I mean, they're yeah. cousins of yeah. the, the Roanos are cousins of the the Windsors, and cousins of the 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 Wilhelm Wilhelm Kaiser, the Kaiser in Germany, mm-hmm. before the before, during World War One. Anyway, anyway, so this she, is this is a
2: lot about Broadway. I know,
0: I know. <laughs> Way off on a tangent. Anyway, so great soundtrack, and it's some of the songs like um, uh, "Journey to the Past," which is a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, "Paris Holds the Key to Your Heart." Now, apparently these songs are in the musical that's coming. So it's I mean, watch the cartoon. It's awesome. It's Rasputin mm-hmm. plays this major character. and of course, because it's yeah. an animation film in the spirit of Disney, he has a he has a,
1: His a sidekick. A,
0: Named that's, Bartok.
1: Bartok is my favorite character. You know the sidekick. You know Bartok yeah, the bat. I love Bartok. I have a friend <laughs> oh, who used right. to do she <laughs> impressions of him because <laughs> he w- he would talk about an IKE cursor. It was
0: great. Okay, you so know. you do know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, this is, is, like you're no, no. This, this is her era. This oh,
2: is yeah. Yeah. this is me. Okay.
1: I was I might have been four when it came out, but I definitely watched it on repeat many
0: Aww, many times. so you know yeah. Bartok. Yeah. I wonder if there'll be a Bartok in the film, or sorry, in the in, in the musical. Yeah.
1: It'll be exciting yeah. to see. Yeah, we'll find
0: yeah.
2: out. Yeah, uh, well, I think that's here for the first time too, isn't it? Yes, Inibiton. first yeah. time in Edmonton. Yeah. So that that should be a hit, I think.
0: Yep, yep. And then um, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, yay! Uh, the original rock musical, which was a soundtrack mm-hmm. before it was an actual show. Oh, that's
2: some good trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: and uh, my parents, I, married, I grew up with a, There's a, a box they had, and there was four vinyl records in it. I still have it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I love, love listening to it. Because it's a concept album as a... As a totally. As a, like, yeah, you, rock you, opera, Yeah, I but guess, you listen yeah. to it from beginning to end in that era of concept rock albums mm-hmm. like Dark Side of the Moon. And um, the, But the, the dancing is amazing. And, and then they, they, the film, of course, is set. They put it out in the desert as though they were in that part of the world at the time. And it's this acting troupe that gets off the bus... And if you if you watch really carefully at the very end, as they get off the bus and they go and they play the, they do the show and then they get back on the bus. But if you watch really carefully, the a- actor playing Jesus doesn't get back on the bus. And they all keep looking up to where the crosses were at the very end, because they crucify him, of course, at the end of the of the show, and he's not up there.
1: And at the very, very,
0: very, very end. This one figure silhouette kind of just goes walking past the screen. It's very clever, but he never gets back on the bus. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, <laughs> that's the film. So the musical.
2: Spoilers. <laughs>
0: well, it's been around for a while. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Ted Neely played Jesus in that film, and he went on tour uh, with the show a lot, and he had been in Edmonton. I, I don't know if he's on this one uh, then they uh, a couple of years ago they did a, a, a different updated version of superstar where they set it in a more modern setting with a sort of black coat and matrixy feel to it yeah did you ever yeah you never saw that one come through did it was not see that it one. was pretty cool it was pretty cool and um the uh, uh it i never get tired of that music i don't think other people Then there's Come From Away, which has been here before, but it was so popular. It's the first time that I ever saw flags being waved (laughs) at the Jubilee Auditorium. (laughs) Kate and I Kate and I went to see it and 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 people were screaming at the very end they were jump like the they, everybody rose to their feet and there's flags Newfoundland flags waving and everyone's yelling and screaming I know, I know I know what you're looking at it's not a video podcast but Ali's like what <laughs> and and so yeah it I I I imagine it'll have just that kind of intensity and then finally of course Hamilton
2: yeah which everyone's been waiting for so yeah yeah
0: yeah I I'm I'm so very curious about it uh, I think that sometimes shows can get caught up in a sweeping. The hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then suddenly I, I, I'm not going to set myself up for anything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to absorb it the way that it should be. And I'm not going to be like, oh my God, this is going to be the most amazing thing ever because I absolutely don't know. Um, I haven't heard anything bad about it. But it'll also be interesting to look at it from a non American perspective because it's very, it very seems like American. A, yeah, it seems yeah. like a very American story. But
2: if other people can watch Come From Away like all over the world. I feel like maybe it does There you go. Well,
0: matter, right? it's an, but it's got an American component to yeah. it, being 9-11 and Americans landing yeah. in Gander and stuff like that. Well, it's interesting to Anastasia being a Russian story, <laughs> but it yeah. still it's holds fine. some compelling. Yeah. yeah, so these, you know, stories are stories are stories. Um, Dear Evan Hansen's coming up next, which is part of this season, which is a lot of folks are looking forward to, and then Wicked rounds out this season. So there's a lot of Broadway across Canada coming that keeps us all at the Jubilees, In Edmonton, and Calgary. Living there. Yeah, (laughs) until the the end of um, September 2021. But by then, we'll have another 21-22 season to discuss.
1: It's fine. They have good coffee there, so I'm always happy
0: to go. (laughs) That's right. Well, furthering... The Jubilee Cafe. The Jubilee Cafe. Mm -hmm. There's a Jubilee... Oh, wait, guess there is. Yeah, Yeah,
1: there is. Well,
0: furthering the theater discussion, cost of living is at the Citadel Theater, and uh, we have all agreed that we don't know very much about it, but it, it seems quite incredibly interesting.
2: Yeah, it looks looks like a really good show. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Pulitzer Prize winning. Yep. Um, uh, differentially abled actors in it. Uh, very intense uh, topics, but yet uh, dealt with with humor, mm. um, with incredible writing, and the and great actors and great Canadian actors coming from the, v- the Belfry Theatre in Victoria, which. In my experience, produces really awesome stuff, and uh, and then has a lot of uh, success churning it out and sending it across the country and for other people to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should all get there to to see that. Absolutely. Let's um, let's move on to to Katie. What do you what do you got?
2: Uh, I've been working on the Silver Skate Festival, which Ooh. is pretty exciting. Uh, it's Edmonton's longest running winter festival, and this is the 30th year. Uh, it's in its 30th anniversary. Wow. Uh, so that's a 10-day long festival in Horlock Park coming up starting on February 7th. Um, and I'm pretty excited. Um, they do a lot of culinary events, which I think is really cool. Um, they're, they're hosting all these sort of chef-inspired uh, dinners that are really limited seating. Uh, I think there's only about 20, 25 seats per night. Oh. Uh, and it's a five-course meal prepared by a local celebrity chef which I think is it's really cool. Uh, and that's not the kind of event that's happened in Edmonton yet before.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so that'll be really exciting. Not outside? Uh, in a heated tent. So yeah, outside. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you won't be cold, but yeah, I think that'll be really cool. Um, they've got a whole bunch of live music coming up. Uh, they do this really cool thing where they commission a giant wooden sculpture that you can admire during the day, and then when the sun goes down, they set it on fire.
0: I've been to that. Yeah, and that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Me and Cohen and Cassie went to that, and it was yeah. so weird to see. Like, it looked like a giant scarecrow. Or... Yeah,
2: because they build it in a yeah. way that it'll look cool
0: as it burns. Yeah. We went yeah. we went and listened to a fairy tale in a tent, Yeah, and then we all walked out of the fairy tale. We marched, everybody marched mm-hmm. down the path, um, singing the praises of winter and we went to this giant circle and they had mm-hmm. barricades and then the structure was there and it lit on fire and then yeah. and then we left and after it got on fire and you could still see it climbing yeah. up the top of the hill it was yeah just insane. a huge bonfire yeah um, which is so cool yeah i'm really looking forward to it what yeah. what's with the skating component
2: uh so silver skate comes from dutch heritage which has a lot of skating so uh, Silver Skate combines art and sport and culinary events. So there's lots of races you can do. There's speed skating you can watch. You could, you could sk- skate and race. And they've got out comp- outdoor runs. Is it a competition? Some some of them are. Um, yeah, it's not
0: a trial for like the Olympics or anything, is it? Oh no, no, no,
2: no. It's it's uh, more informal than that. But okay. there's the winter triathlon, Bye. biathlon. Um, there's speed skating races. Outside. Yeah, yeah. Outdoor race racing. Yeah. Um, there's fat bike racing. Yeah. Um, if you like to do the giant bike tires through the river valley, they've got a track for that.
0: Uh, most of these things are pre-registered. Fat bike? That's what they're called? Fat tires. Yeah, those
2: really big fat tires. I just didn't yeah. know
0: if they were actually called fat tires or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fat,
2: fat
1: biking.
0: Fat yeah. biking. Okay. Fat biking,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the big winter tire bike. That would be the most boring race, though, because they're so slow. Like, it's great. You can yeah. you can go on the snow, but you're so slowly like pedaling through. Maybe it's not a spectator race. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you show up at the finish line yeah. just if to see. If you like to fat bike, though, yeah. I'm sure it's
2: great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and lots of events like that coming up.
0: Yeah. Is there a particular band that you think everyone should go? Because it's local programming, isn't it? Or do they bring yeah, in? Yeah,
2: everybody's from Alberta yeah. um, that they bring in. Oh, that's hard to say. Um, there is, and sorry, I can't remember which day of the festival it is. I'm but sorry. They one, have to go
0: online and look.
2: Yes. Uh, one day, it's, I feel like it's either Valentine's Day or Family Day, uh, they're having a sing-along so you can show up and join in with well-known songs.
0: I guess it is. Yeah. It crosses Family Day and Valentine's Day. Yeah, it has day. both. <gasps> yeah, cool. lots of activities. Yeah. One of our favorites, uh, me and the kids, is mm-hmm. the um, the fact that the they drop big blocks of snow that are big mm-hmm. squares, and then stuff is made out of them.
2: That's snow carving. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And 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 I I once said to Cohen, uh, my twelve year old isn't it amazing that someone can look at that block of snow mm-hmm. and see a picture that, in it. Yeah. what came mm-hmm. out of it? Because we saw it when it was first a block, then we went back to see it after it had yep. been completed. And he's like, what? Because you could see some of it you see through it. Some people... I mean, like there was one which was a giant shark that had with all the teeth and everything, just the mouth. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that one. But it was, and you could
2: put your face in the middle of the teeth. You could put your head in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's. I think
0: I think people who can look at a block of stone or a block of ice and see that that's just extraordinary. That's, Mm -hmm. and then get it like take a chainsaw, and cut it, and not be like, oh, darn, I sliced off that section over. of it yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Drat. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there's another thing that's coming up uh, from the Roundup. Uh, we've got the Chinook series coming up. Yeah. Uh, so they have a whole bunch of different components to it, but the one that I always try and go see is Sound Off, hmm. which is the deaf theater series. Um, Because I think it's important to try and go and experience art that wasn't made with you in mind. (gasps) What a
0: great way to say it, Katie. I I think it
2: all the time. Um, Wow. When I I try to go and see things that were not made for me.
0: Oh, we got to make a t-shirt out of that.
2: Yeah, and and it might make me a little uncomfortable, but I think I deserve to be uncomfortable sometimes, Mm. and I deserve to feel like the minority in a room, Mm. and not everything is for me. Um, But I really like the, the deaf theater series. And I feel like I've learned things from it as well. Like, like I wasn't sure the first time I saw something as it was ending, it's like, do I clap? I don't know what to do, huh. but sign language for clapping is jazz hands. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I got to learn that. That's and incredible. Now I don't want to clap anymore. I want to do jazz hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that first experience that you had going to it.
2: Yeah, so the, the first time I went to a show... Um, it was translated in sign language and spoken English, and when I went and sat down, the first actor comes out on the stage and starts performing in sign language, and I start to sort of look around, like, I thought this was translated, what am I going to do, how am I going to sit through this whole thing if I can't understand it, and the second performer comes out and says, oh, are there some people here who don't understand, and they got me. <laughs> that's exactly what the show's about. Wow. Um, so, I was really glad to experience it. And I always try and go. I really like the Chinook series.
0: There's a lot of stuff at Chinook, isn't there?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they usually have, I haven't looked super close at the schedule for this year, but I know they still have Sound Off. Uh, and I think they still have Black Arts Matter, mm-hmm. which is uh, awesome as well. Yeah. I usually try and see at least something from each of the two series and then usually some other new works. Awesome. Yeah, okay. I really like the Chinook series.
0: Well, that's a nice kind of segue into uh, the. The um this festival that you were talking about before that you like to see flying
1: the flying canoe. Yeah. Um it's the um the <laughs> Francophone festival. I won't try and say everything. In <laughs> Sorry, my accent is really, really terrible. Um but yeah, just again celebrating winter and um the um French Canadian Metis. Yeah. And uh, First Nations traditions um, in okay. in festival form. So I know there's a lot of in that beautiful Mill Creek. Oh it's so yeah. nice. Yeah.
0: Is it outside? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's outside. It's in Mill Creek Ravine. Oh, so it's oh, by sweet. Um, okay. yeah, by the A... Uh, and the Cite Francophone and yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. that's where the Joni theater performs. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you go out there and then you kind of like head out into the woods, and that's where Flying Canoe wow. is.
0: Do they have Cabana Sucre?
2: They better. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get that's, everyone. That's out. my favorite yeah. thing at yeah. any winter festival. If I see there's Cabana Souk, I'm stopping, heel turn. And wow. That's oh, I'm that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that. Walking yes. by, walking <laughs> yeah. by. Stop, go I, back. I'm not allowed to walk by
0: it. I have to go. You have yeah. to go back. Yeah. That's phenomenal. The uh, there's also another festival like it's amazing like I mm-hmm. love I remember I remember like 15 years ago Edmonton was on that verge of of saying oh we gotta have all these winter festivals and mm-hmm. they tried it with first night and then it's kind of first night was was gorgeous and then then people said, "Oh, we got to do more of it." And then Deep Freeze would, would came up mm-hmm. on 118. Yeah, about
2: thirteen years ago. Yeah, it was
0: Deep Freeze. And then yeah. and then Silver Skate was always there doing yeah. stuff. And then it evolved and grew. And mm-hmm. then Ice Castles joined in beside it. And suddenly, there's way more stuff to do outside. Flying canoes been around for a while too. Mm-hmm. And and then the Chinook series combining things. And it's not necessarily outside, but it's yeah. still in the winter time. Then there's now there's winter eruption.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, Winterruption is a new festival to Edmonton, but it already exists in Saskatchewan. Cool. Um, so there's a winter Winterruption in Saskatoon and Regina, and I think this year they're also starting one in Winnipeg. Wow. Um, and then it's kind of like this little circuit of winter festivals. Oh, it's
0: okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. It makes it it's easier for, yeah. Yeah,
2: for, for sharing some of the artists
0: and okay. some of the brand. Um, and they're all Canadian that you know of? Canadian artists?
2: No. No, it's from everywhere. Oh, wow. It's just anything. Okay.
0: Yeah. But it's not just music, though.
2: It is just music. Just bands. Yeah, at least in Edmonton. uh, I don't know what the other cities are doing, because they are, they share a brand, but they're uh, separate.
0: Is it outside?
2: Uh, There's one outdoor show in Edmonton. Wow. Yeah. So it's in Abbey Glen Park, which is, it's on Jasper Ave. It's like next to the walk box, if you know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, that park. It has like the diagonal path through it. Um, So that park on Sunday has a free show um, starting at noon. Cool. Um, And the rest of the venues are indoors. Um, All downtown? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sort of the big headliner and the thing that's already sold out, so sorry you can't go, is uh, Jizza from Wu-Tang.
0: Jizza from Wu-Tang
2: Clan is here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jizza's here. Or maybe not yet. But
0: (laughs) Wu-Tang Clan is so cool. Right? I love the Wu-Tang Clan.
2: Yeah. So it's it's really a huge variety of genres. Like, it's not a genre-specific festival like a lot of them are, so there's... Hip hop and metal and folk and indie rock and yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's Giza. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. Think, know. I don't think it's. I think it's a hard G.
2: It'll surprise you that I don't know very much about hip hop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Maybe but it you won't don't, surprise you. <laughs> you. Know so much about <laughs> music in general.
2: Uh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think it's. I think it's Giza. I just think like it's Riza and Siza.
2: Sure. Yeah. You, I'll believe you because I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, now we're gonna go look yeah. that up. So, anyone who knows Wu Tang Clan, yeah. please, please write into us. And make as you
1: sound like a fool about hip hop you know? <laughs> right. on the podcast, yeah. and as your resident meteorologist, this is always what I do. It's going to be nice on Sunday. Yeah, You're like a yeah.
0: resident meteorologist. Yeah, last like
1: last time, I, you forgot to tell Tracking everyone that weather. it was going to be like minus eight when it was minus forty-eight outside. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's going to be like
2: zero degrees. Yeah, everyone. it is. So it's going to be a, a nice, busy. Nice weekend. It's going to be easy to go between the venues. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh,
2: also, Winterruption is very affordable. Uh, wristband is only forty-five dollars.
0: To get to everything? To get to, like,
2: 16 or 17 shows. Oh, yeah.
0: wow. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's move on to indoor crafts that are sold, maybe places like the uh, Alberta legislature. And what are your thoughts on that, Alice?
1: Yeah, so Alberta Branded I am familiar with because a lot of the artists at the Alberta Craft Council where I worked also sell Alberta Branded, which is great. It's like another venue for them mm-hmm. to have their art scene. Or and is better. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's also a great place for um, gifting, like when the MLAs need to purchase gifts cool. for sort of foreign dignitaries or for meetings they're having. Um, it's a place that a lot of them go to purchase locally made Alberta art, which is really great. So yeah. it, it is it is sad. It, it, I like the roundup raising a ruckus that yeah. it is closing, which is absolutely true because it's one less venue for those mm-hmm. artists to have their work seen. But at the same time, um, I think they said that they wanted to like have a kiosk or something, which I don't think is the best.
2: No. I mean – if, if Alberta branded is not successful, mm-hmm. they there are ways to make it successful without just stopping it, hmm. you know. Uh, I understand that the price points are really high. Um, like, it is fine art.
1: Yes, um, fine craft, for yeah, sure. It's a capital, fine art. capital F,
0: capital
2: C. Yeah, so which, again, oh, some of yeah. the most skilled artists and artisans
1: that Alberta... Has is that the difference
0: yeah. between? Well, I don't, I've never heard that term fine craft before.
1: Yeah, so in in kind of any any realm, there's sort of craft like little sea craft and then big sea craft. So people who have their master's degrees and who have traveled the yeah. world to oh. learn how to say glass blow or okay. learn ceramics or do, it's kind of like trades,
2: you know, like there's there's the there's like a master mm-hmm. of. Like someone who's good at pottery, I always Mm -hmm. end up talking about pottery. (laughs) It would be a master potter, um, someone who has the most hours of time and the most skill and the most training. And yeah, people do degrees to learn it.
0: Cool.
1: And you can you you can see it in the quality, and of course that reflects in the price point as well. Like people say, like it's amateur through professional, right? So like anything, like
0: amateur theater through to professional theater, exactly.
1: Yeah, but the majority of artists who are selling at Alberta Bread are you know fine craft artists, yeah. and so that that does make the the price point higher, which in which, a kiosk situation wouldn't work. And I know that's what they were kind of throwing around for the alternative. Um, yeah, um, and the other thing is, I think
2: if they're worried about the price point and it not being accessible, there are lots of local locally made artisans making smaller, less expensive things and not necessarily that they're less skilled, but if they just want to sell, you know, government of Alberta pens, they could, you know, find a curated, you know, magnet or pin or things that can be sold at a $5 price point that are still locally made, locally designed, supporting local Alberta artists right. and representing the people here who
1: make stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think what is important too is to note that there's like retail craft and then there's also exhibition level and it's if they could create a space where it's purely exhibition level craft so that artists are still getting their work out there and getting seen but it's not necessarily so commercial and just to be just there to be bought if that makes sense. Yep. So
0: do you think that someone will move in to fill the void of the, the store that's leaving the legislature?
1: Um, I really hope so. I think that there's a lot of kind of sh- shops that have opened recently. I'm just thinking of a few like Hideout, Distro, like Salgado Fenwick, I know sells uh, local craft, obviously the Craft Council.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of those shops like uh – like, Maker's Keep and, like... Yeah, for sure. Someone who does the curation already, and cool. they have mall stores and things, so... Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of moving into those... Um, like, a little more mass-produced, although still locally made But design. it's yeah.
0: curated yeah. in the same way that, that Art in the Art Gallery is that I can go to buy is curated? Somebody selects it based on...
2: Uh, on th- a number of different factors, I would say, okay. like... Um, you know, they don't want it to be an entire store full of greeting cards. But they want to have some greeting cards. Right. So they want the best of the greeting cards and the best of the pottery and the right. best of the, you know, silk-screened by hand clothing and the best of, you know, bath and body care right. and those sort of things. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Great. Um, and you had a, a piece at the McMullen Gallery that you were.
1: Yeah, a really. Um, Exceptional piece. I'm glad that it's um, it's in Edmonton uh, on exhibit again because I saw it at the Works Festival yep. last summer. I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. at the Works. It was great. It was such a it was a rainy summer. Was it last mm-hmm. summer? Yeah, yeah, but it, it was. was rainy. But like the time that I spent there, it, it was sunny. Oh, so cool. it was you found it, your sunny day. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. But Emmanuel Osar, he uh, he was in one of my art history classes actually. So wow, he uh, he's just very prevalent in my mind but he yeah. has this really neat exhibition called no place um kind of about his expectations of utopia and um mm-hmm. from his past uh living in nigeria and then moving to canada and he's got this like whole wall of tropical plants so it's a really cool like it was a really great summer exhibition but i think it'd be even better as a winter yeah. Yeah. exhibition get you
2: want to breathe in some humidity yeah, yeah you yeah.
1: like walk in and you're just going to be in this kind of like tropical oasis yeah. which is what he defines as utopia so
0: it sounds um, super positive.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's just his like personal reflections on, um, place and progress and development, and mm-hmm. it's a and the McMillan Gallery is a really neat space. I think it's more accessible than people think because mm. it's it's very central. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get there easily. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um- Well, let's move on to our one thing. We'll talk about one thing we're excited about seeing or hearing in our arts and entertainment community. I'll go first and say that I'm really looking forward to seeing Cost of Living at the Citadel. I think that kind of theater is is fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, I think we mostly already talked about our one thing naturally, but (laughs) uh, I'm excited
1: for the Silver Skate Festival. Awesome. Fire sculptures. Yeah, and I'm excited for, for Canoe along. I'm going to go with my parents. It's going to be super Super fun. family Eats thing. Eat some maple syrup. Yeah, right? Yeah,
0: that's, that's awesome. better be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was a great conversation. All right. Speaking Artistically is produced by Bottom Line Productions and published by Taproot Edmonton.
2: You can find links to everything
1: we mentioned on the show notes at speakingartistically.taprootedmonton.ca. You can also stay up to date on everything that's happening by subscribing to the Arts Roundup at taprootedmonton.ca
0: speaking artistically can be found everywhere podcasts are available while you're there leave us a rating and review you can also get in touch with us on social media as bottom line productions until next time i'm josh i'm katie i'm ali and we're speaking, speaking artistically, artistically.